Jazzcast Pros. A lot of our anxiety is tied up in yesterday and tomorrow. And if we just took some time to focus on the present moment, it would really change our perspective. It lowers and reduces our stress. Mindfulness really is a great tool. You know, anxiety is one of the issues that I deal with, along with, you know, just depression and, and borderline personality disorder. And those come with their own stressors as well. So I want to share with you something that I learned about how I see things, really, and what mindfulness is and is not for me. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in figuring out the path for you to determine how and where you will drive your future, this is the place to be. We get to determine the ride. We may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not, but we are the drivers. So join me on this ride, Living the Front Seat Life. Hey, good people. So I feel like we have reached the point in our relationship where it's time to do some work. I say that because I do a lot of talking, right? Of course, because it's a podcast, but I don't give you guys much work to do. I tell you my stories, right? But I'm not really leaving you with homework. So I thought today would be a great day to talk about mindfulness. And I will, of course, share a story because, I mean, what's a podcast without a story? But I want to be able to leave you with something you can use to help you get through the holiday season. Like the holidays are not always the best for everyone. And even if you love the holiday season, there might be some stressful times, right? Are you shopping? You have family getting together. You're not sure, you know, what tomorrow brings with COVID. And you you might need to just take some time to be. And so I wanted to share with you my practice of mindfulness and really talk about what it is and what it isn't, and then leave you with a couple of mindfulness exercises. So mindfulness really is all about being present, being aware, focusing on the here and now, not living in the past, not reliving the past, not worried about the future and planning for tomorrow. It's about living in the present. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't plan for tomorrow. What I'm talking about is living in tomorrow. And there's a difference between living in tomorrow and living right now, today. So like I said, I've been practicing mindfulness for a few years now, and I honestly didn't know what mindfulness was, and I was practicing it. But it was a part of my therapy. And so my therapist has this tapestry in his office that it's gorgeous. It's um, like burgundy and has all of these like beige tones in it. And I've seen this tapestry every time I have gone in his office. Like it's been there every time since the very first time that we met. But it wasn't until a couple years in that I realized that the tapestry was on the wall. Yes, a couple years in. I realized that the tapestry was on the wall and... You know, I I asked him if it was new and 
You know, he said, no, it's always been there. Like, you guys, really? I didn't see. It's a huge tapestry. It's not like, it's like a wall covering. It's not like it's, um, you know, like a little eight and a half by 11 framed piece of something. It's massive. And I never saw it. Like, it didn't even exist. How many of us are living and not seeing things right in front of our faces? Mindfulness. But it let me know that I, I wasn't really living in the present moment. I wasn't really living right here, right now, because I was always off somewhere else. And it wasn't the stress of being in a therapeutic setting. It was just life. It just did not exist because my brain and my mind was so preoccupied with stress, with anxiety, with yesterday, with tomorrow. I was not able to enjoy the present moment. It gets a little bit deeper because that same tapestry that I saw for the first time, a few years later, <laughs> I am looking at the tapestry and I see all of this detail. Now, I thought originally that it was just like shapes and stuff, but nothing meaningful that you see in it. Listen, this tapestry is a whole scene. There are animals and flags and all of the detail that I never saw. So even though I finally saw the tapestry after a couple of years, I didn't see the detail in this tapestry for another couple of years. That says a lot, I mean, really about the state of my brain and, and my mind and life, you know, for me in general. But I'm sharing this with you because we have the ability to pause and live in a place of right now, in the present moment, of being mindful of where we are and what we're doing in the here and now. Had I been practicing mindfulness earlier, I would have noticed the tapestry. I would have noticed the detail in the tapestry. I would have seen all of that stuff. So I'm not shitting all over myself. I'm, I, it is what it is. I did not see it. You know, I was in a different place than I am right now. But I want to share that with you because there may be things around you that you've never paid attention to, that you've never seen. And I want to give you some tools to help you see more, to help you be more mindful about your present moments. So when we're practicing mindfulness, our thoughts are focused on what we're seeing and sensing in the present moment. Instead of going over yesterday, like rehearsing the past, have you done that? Oh, I should have done this this way. I should have said that. I should have done that. I should have done this. I wish I, I did this, right? Going over and rehearsing and rehashing the past or imagining what the future is going to look like. It's about paying attention to right now. And that's really the only moment that we're in. It's the only moment that we're living. We can't relive the past and we haven't gotten to the future yet. So we can't live in the future. One of the most important reasons to practice mindfulness is being stuck in a mindlessness phase, right? Lost in our thoughts about yesterday, the shoulda, the couldas, and whatas, and about the tomorrows, right? The, tomorrow's going to come, and it's going to come with its own set of issues and its own set of problems and its own joys, right? Its own celebrations. But let tomorrow come tomorrow. What about right now? 
So mindfulness is really about connecting to the present moment, focusing on what's going on right now. And again, it doesn't mean that you can't think about the past or the future, but you're doing so in a mindful way, right? It has its place. It's not consuming you, right? There's a higher level of awareness that comes with being mindful. So there's three skills that kind of encompass mindfulness. It's very basic skills and, you know, people study and practice mindfulness for decades and are still working on some of these skills. Focusing your attention or concentration, being aware of the present moment, and a sense of non-judgment. That right there, you guys, is a life lesson right there. But I want to go over all three and then we'll do a brief exercise. So what is focused attention? It's concentration, right? It's paying attention on purpose, not just being in a place, but really paying attention on purpose. So you're, you're consciously choosing what you're paying attention to. So let's use the example of eating, right? Because we all have to eat. Usually when we eat, you know, your mind is thinking about a hundred different things or maybe you're watching TV, you're talking with friends, you could be eating and, you know, you're on your phone, you could be planning the rest of your day. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. And by doing that, a very small portion of your awareness is actually on eating. It's mindless eating, right? So this is very, 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 very different than eating mindfully, which is being focused on the food. So eating mindfully um, would be you really being aware, not just that you're eating, but you notice the texture of the food. You notice the flavors. You notice the heat, right? You notice the smells. And when you're practicing mindful eating, your mind is going to wander, but you just bring it back to focusing on eating. So developing focus attention, it, it's not complicated. It may take you a while to get there, right? But it's a journey. There's no doing it wrong. It's a practice. And when we practice, it's not about being perfect. It's about being in it. You can start with just being mindful about your breathing. Take a second and be mindful of one breath. What the air feels like coming through your nostrils the air going down into your lungs, your lungs expanding, and what it feels like to exhale, right? So when I say practice, listen, we breathe about eight to 10 million breaths a year. So you could pick a couple of those and spend a few seconds being mindful about them, right? It's not rocket science. It's really easy to just take a moment and focus. The other core component is being aware of the present moment. So focus attention um, is really like tunnel vision, right? You're paying attention to one thing. You're giving it really all of your, your brain's energy. Whereas present moment awareness or open monitoring is more like seeing things through a, a wide angle lens. You ever go to take a, a picture on your phone and you can zoom in 
and get really close, that's going to be your focus attention. Where you zoom out, you get as much as you can on the screen, or you do a panoramic shot, right? That wide angle, that lens, that taking in as much as you can, that is being aware of the present moment or that present moment awareness. You're seeing everything. You're intentionally discerning colors and you're tapped into your senses. So seeing and smelling and hearing, touching, you know, where are you standing? Where are you sitting? You're looking for little details and things. You're focused on everything in your eyesight, everything around you, that wide angle lens. Now, the third component, when I say it's a practice, this one really is a practice. Non-judgment. I said it. Non-judgment. Mindfulness involves acceptance, right? Meaning that we're observing our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our interactions without judging them. So there is no right or wrong way to think or feel about a thing. Not in that given moment. We're not beating ourselves up or if we catch ourselves thinking about something you didn't want to think about. It's about accepting what's happening right now. It's about feeling the feeling. It's about having the thoughts without judging them. Why aren't you judging them? Because you want to learn how to accept what is. When you're judging, you're not able to accept what's actually happening. You're more concerned with judgment. And with judgment comes a whole bunch of other emotions like guilt, regret, fear. And again, not that those things is no good or, or, or bad here right? If you're feeling those things, feel them, feel the regret, but don't judge yourself for feeling it. That is a practice. It's not always easy. We've talked about self-talk. Remember when Dietra was here and speaking life, you know, what it means to really be intentional about the words that we use. The same is true here about mindfulness and non-judgment. We have to be intentional about not judging ourselves for the thoughts that we're having, for not judging ourselves for the feelings that we're having. We really want to just acknowledge that they're there. When you're able to do that, you're better able to make clearer decisions and you're better able to make peace with them and choose a healthier way of responding. So those three components are the primary components of mindfulness. Again, that focused attention, that super concentration, that present moment awareness, that wide angle lens, and the sense of non-judgment. So what I want to do to give you some homework and give you a tool, one of the tools that I use is square breathing. Now, I will, I'm going to share a quick story with you. I had a doctor's appointment and it was an online appointment a, a few weeks ago. And I have a blood pressure cuff here. So I have to take my blood pressure, you know, for the, the doctor's appointment. And they, of course, put it in my file. So I took my blood pressure and it was high, high for me. I'm, I have high blood pressure. So I, I take medication, I'm sharing that with you guys, full transparency. But with the medication, it should really be in a healthy range. But it was in the 140s. It was high for me. First of all, I have no idea why it was so high in that moment. Maybe it was the, the stress of the, the situation, but I took some time and did the square breathing technique for a few minutes and my blood pressure went down to 123 over 70 something. When I tell you that this stuff works, it works. So imagine 
living in a place where you're focused on your breathing all the time, right? Where you're able to lower your blood pressure, lower your stress and your anxiety just by breathing, not doing anything else, just by breathing. We breathe eight to 10 million times a year, eight or 10 to 10 million breaths a year. Imagine taking a million or two of those just to focus on your breathing. So square breathing is really easy. I want you to imagine a square. You got four sides to the square, right? So your breath is going to have four sides or four sections. You're going to inhale for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, and then hold it for four seconds. And then you repeat, right? So inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, Exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Again, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. And you continue on that cycle for about five minutes. Now, Maybe you do it for 16 seconds. (laughs) So maybe you start with one cycle and you work your way up to 30 seconds. Then you work your way up to a few minutes till you get to five, till you get to 10, right? Imagine the impact on your body just from taking the time to breathe. So I'd love to hear from you guys. I, I would like to know if you practice mindfulness if you try this square breathing. Now listen, if it's difficult for you to hold your breath for those four seconds, do a square of three. You don't have to do a square of four. You could do a square of three. But the purpose is to have that square, visualize that square while you're breathing each side of the square, the in-breath, holding, exhaling, holding, inhaling, holding, until you get to your desired time count. So let me know. Let me know in the comments. Um, Shoot me an email. I want to know how you're doing with your mindfulness, how you practice mindfulness. And um, hey, any tips or suggestions you have for folks that are looking to begin a practice of mindfulness. So if you are in need of someone to talk to, if you're in crisis or you have a loved one that is in crisis, please call the um, National Suicide Prevention Helpline. It is not just for folks that are suicidal. That's just the name of the lifeline, but it's for anyone that's in crisis. That number is 1-800-273-8255, 800-273-8255. Or you can text GO to 741-741 for um, a crisis counselor um, available by text. Until the next time, I encourage you to be the light and to try a little mindfulness and let me know how it goes. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. 
With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.